0: This is Christelle Cranko and Martin Jarman. And today we're going to talk about deception in the church with regards to dreams. Okay. So this is important because um, as you some of you may know and have have listened to our podcasts, we have a, a segment of our ministry it has to do with dreams and biblical interpretation of dreams and it's it was a bit of a shock to me to find out um, that there are people who are supposedly teaching biblical interpretation of dreams and um, you know something in that field, but have completely distorted it and it's become um, just another avenue for the occult to creep into the 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 the, the church of God um. And we were recently listening to a lady um and she was talking about this um about dreaming and when she started somebody sent it to me and when she started it sounded okay. Um I, I didn't like the look of her. I just thought sure she doesn't she just doesn't come across as a, a, servant, a humble the, servant. yes as Lord. a humble servant of the Lord, but you know, let's not be judgmental. Let's listen to what the woman is actually teaching. So, it was it was initially she started. It sounded very kosher, and um, I thought it was all right. And then she started to get into territory that was borderline, and I thought, okay, well, let me just give her a bit more time to see if this is as borderline if if she is saying what I think she's saying because if she's saying that then then this is not okay so it was quite a long teaching and um the my alarm bells went off when she started saying that the dead can come to us in dreams those who've passed on and um well we know that that is completely unbiblical absolutely. And um we do not have the dead coming to visit us in dreams. Um God is the one who speaks with us in dreams. There's there's no need for the dead to visit us. So let's
1: make a distinction yeah. here. Um, you do absolutely dream of yes. people that have passed on, yes. but they are not the dead yes. visiting you. Because no. that is unbiblical.
0: No it is a it is a construct it is a, a, a it's an however idea God, it's however, God decides to speak with you about a particular issue and it might be symbolized by somebody your father's passed on or something. It is not your dead father who has come to visit you, and we know that from the word for the story of Lazarus at the gate of the rich man, you all right. know that story, you can read it, and there was no way that um Abraham was going to send the dead to go and see. the the rich man's family. He said, no, if they wouldn't listen to the prophets, they won't listen to to you. So there's no reason for the dead to visit us. We have the word of God. We don't need the dead to visit us, to tell us anything. Um, Secondly, um, what was the second issue that she started? Yes, she started linking these constructs of um oh I I must be I must be honest though eventually she initially said that and then she started saying oh it may just be an image of this person you know so on she softened it but initially she said the dead visit you um and then she started to talk about signs you know um that you will dream of things that God is already giving you signs for in the world. Like at one point she saw all these butterflies. And then she saw butterflies on guest towels. And then she saw butterflies here and butterflies there. And then she was dreaming of butterflies. Um, and that is not biblical either. No. We The, the pagans. Lord, the pagans follow th- after things like that. We are not looking for signs. And Jesus said it is a wicked and adulterous um, generation that looks for signs. Correct. Um, so we don't need signs, Um, and I know that in the occult, when I was in the occult, that's what you do all the time, is you're constantly looking for signs and symbols in your life to confirm what you think is happening, or you're trying to create, or whatever, and then of course she uh, seamlessly moved from that into creating your world and she didn't want to be a worm and who respects a worm anyway and who wants to be like one? She wants to be a butterfly and then it turned into imagining and creating your reality.
1: Yeah, because just to give context, um, Christelle, to the the listeners, is she was saying the church wants you to be humble like a worm. Yes. And that's not true. That's not... God is not asking us to be humble. He is. He's saying if my people will humble themselves and pray. Yes. But he doesn't say you must be like a worm. Exactly. God is not um I mean of course we have to be humble it's one of
0: the major things we have to do but not not like a like a pathetic um in she was implying it was like this pathetic you're a, a dirty rag people walk all over you. Um and in fact God is is calling us to be humble, courageous, strong, stand, finish the race. He's not He's not asking us to be pathetic little dish rags and worms. Um, and he does call Israel, oh, little worm, Israel, but it's out of context and, yes. and so on. Um, and she said that God wants us to be a bigger, better, God wants, she said, God wants to come and communicate with you and teach you, a, and God wants to say things to you in a bigger, better way brighter way. Where would the Bible ever say that? God is the same yesterday, today and tomorrow. He didn't wake up now in the modern world and go, you know what, I've got a better idea. I'm going to now do this in a bigger, better, brighter way. It is ridiculous. It is absolutely ridiculous. God is God. He doesn't change. He's the same. He deals with us the same as he has ever dealt with his people, so we need to be cautious and wary. So, this lady apparently sells dream
1: cards and things like that, and so on. And um, that's very closely linked to yes. the tarot cards, and we know that because we come out of the new age, and yeah. that is a form of divination. Yes, and anybody that, um, from a Christian perspective, that starts dealing with cards and and doing readings in Mm, cards mm. and giving you guidance out of your cards people i promise you this is a form of divination it comes straight out of hell it comes Mm. straight out of the occult and you should have nothing to do with this yes
0: exactly um yeah these cards are called dream divination cards i can't remember what she called them but they're cards and you can buy them for ten dollars for one card um again loads and loads of money going into that for one card i'm not saying that you can never sell anything if you if i I write books and i sell my books um i don't i don't give them away for free because that would be ridiculous um if i if i could i would but you can't you can't publish books and and you know drain your pockets um to give them away for free um so what I what I want to say it sounds horrible but but I think everybody understands what I mean when I say you've got to sell what you made because you're paying for it yourself absolutely and you
1: you need to make a living you and need that's to make why a God living. gives you talents because yes. you're supposed to use those ex- so that ex- you can provide food and for your family and also a a means to to live and to also to tithe into the kingdom and
0: therefore I look at her and I think well I have no problem with somebody making a living no problem with her using her talents to generate money but the problem comes in when that is the if you say you're in a ministry the end game can't be money for you the end game has to mm. be the salvation Absolutely. of people, bringing the truth to people, not um, um, I'm going to tell people that that I am rich because I have great faith and I do all the right things and say all the right things and then distort the truth um, so that I can get rich and then get people to give me their money and make them think that they can get rich too if they do what I do. Mm and and, but they it's not that they're i'm I'm taking the game way further than that, and they're just throwing their money at me. the only one who's getting rich than me. Mm.
1: Maybe I should maybe it's a good time to read the scripture that I have in jeremiah twenty three where God talks about these people that... yes,
0: the the ones who dream,
1: yes, so this is jeremiah twenty three verse twenty five I'm going to read twenty five to twenty eight twenty nine. I have heard what the prophets have said who prophesy lies in my name, saying, I have dreamed, I have dreamed. How long will this be in the heart of the prophets who prophesy lies? Indeed, they are prophets of the deceit of their own heart, who try to make my people forget my name by their dreams, which everyone tells his neighbor, as their fathers forgot my name for Baal. The prophet who has a dream, let him tell a dream. And he who has my word, let him speak my word faithfully. What is the chaff to the wheat, says the Lord? Is not my word like a fire, says the Lord, and like a hammer that breaks a rock in pieces? So he's not we're not saying that God does not talk to you through your dreams. He does talk to you through your dreams, Definitely. but there is a distortion in this in this and a deception that has come into the into the Christian world around dreams. It's become a form of divination. Absolutely. It's become a form of divination. The, the like um,
0: you 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 set the, you know the scene and then you again manipulating God into um, telling communicating with you and that is a familiar spirit that has nothing that is demonology it's got nothing to do with with God guiding and correcting you and giving you guidance for your life and you don't necessarily get a dream about everything God has the Bible for us we have the word we can refer to that is our standard that is the beginning and the end of everything for us if I never had another dream in my life it wouldn't matter essentially because I I would have the word of God to be my guide but the Lord is gracious and kind, and gives me dreams to help me in times of stress or distress, or times to correct me, or guide me, or show me what to, how to move forward in my ministry, or whatever it is. Um, that is what that is how He works. But if I didn't have another dream, it wouldn't mean I, I'm not saved, mm. or I can, I, I can no longer function as a
1: Christian. The dreams are God's grace. Absolutely. And the other thing is, although he is guiding you in your dreams, 99% of your guidance should be coming out of the word of God, exactly. which you should be reading on exactly. a daily basis, not five minutes in the evening. Mm, mm. You should be studying your Bible mm. so that you are not deceived. Exactly.
0: And, and if any dream is giving you information contrary to the word of God or you are interpreting it because that's what these prophets here in Jeremiah were doing.
1: Absolutely.
0: They, were, they were saying, I have a dream, I have a dream and then taking that dream and twisting it and then God says, but let those who have my word speak my word and then what do the wheat and the chaff have in common? You can't, you can't now say the word is contradictory Absolutely. to the dream so now we must go with the dream because the prophet had a dream. There's false prophets. The word will never, God will never, ever, ever contradict himself. Yes. Never. He stands, his word is his word. He stands by that word for eternity. We cannot say anything that is not in here. If we do, we're liars. Yes. And we're playing in the devil's kingdom. And that is a very dangerous thing to do. So, um... Yes, I want to encourage you. Just uh, we wanted to do this because we wanted to warn you that there is false teaching. Mm. Don't get excited about dreaming now and then rush off and get drawn in by these people. Absolutely. Be vigilant, be vigilant. I am actually so shocked at how much, because I've been researching it, I just i am so shocked at how much deception it's there shocking. is. It is the, 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 the church of God has been infiltrated by demonic forces yes. and teaching of demons. Please be vigilant. There is so much going on that it just,
1: uh, it actually boggles the mind. And you know what? It's so, it's so deceptive because when you listen to these teachers, they will speak... 80 to 90% truth, and then they will slip something in. And then it's just, if you are not Mm. vigilant, if Mm. you are not listening, Mm. you will not pick Mm. it up. Mm. If you do not study your word, if you do not understand and know and study the word of God, you will not pick it up. And they are deceiving millions Mm. of sheep. And I I want to just
0: have a, say... A caveat, there, Martin. There are those who teach eighty per ninety percent, and then twenty percent. But those that are so well branded already, that they're well known and they have authority in in the world. They've been teaching this for years. They they've become super arrogant in their in their knowledge and in their power. They are teaching mostly Related. rubbish and five percent truth. Yes. So they quote a little half a scripture here and a little half a scripture there, and everybody just hears that as I said in the previous podcast they just hear that little piece and they think oh this must be in the word of God they don't question it I don't know if I if I um I may have mentioned in the last podcast you know for years I thought it was a scripture that um we are co-creators with Christ I just I heard that and I thought oh well that's in the Bible and when I started to look for it I I couldn't find it. But for years I believed it was there. So I thought that whole thing of creating and vision boards, and I know it's off topic, but it is related to this whole dream thing where they take something and they throw in a, a little scripture and twist a scripture and if you don't know the word, you get caught. And I was caught by that. And it justified the vision boards and all these things that were part of my world for such a long time.
1: So look at the teachings in your church. Mm. The the. You know, look at the teachings that your pastor is giving you and relate it back to the Word. Test the Word mm. all the time. And mm. if you find that your, that your pastor is speaking anything that mm. is contrary to the Word, leave. Yes. Leave and find another spiritual home. Martine doesn't mean test the Word. She means test it against the test Word. Test it against the Word. Yes. yes, I don't mean test the Word. <laughs> <laughs> test it against the Word. Yes. Absolutely. Make yes. sure that it is an absolute truth. And if it is not... Then go and find another spiritual home mm-hmm. that that teaches the absolute spiritual, yes. the Word of God, the truth. And if truth. the
0: only church, if the church you can find teaches nothing, if they are cessationists, people who believe that everything, all the healings and everything ended with um, with uh, the, Jesus and the disciples, then that's fine, as long as they're teaching the Word, yes. the pure. Unadulterated word of God. Absolutely. Then you are in safe territory. The word will never let you down. If they're teaching the word without distortion, then you're in safe territory. Um, you don't, all these other things are not salvation issues. No, they aren't. You, know, um, you know, obviously the prosperity mess is going to read you down the, down the wrong path, and that could become definitely a salvation issue. But um I'm talking about um, gifts of the spirit and things like that. Uh, those are not salvation issues. If you can only find a church that teaches the word, purely traditional, um basic, then stick with that. Um yes. So I think that's I don't know if you want to add anything no, Martin. I think I think we've covered it. I just um
1: yeah, I think we've covered everything and I just be careful, be cautious. We are shocked almost daily with mm. in our research by what is happening mm. and and what is being followed mm. by the children of mm. of God. Yes, and be so. vigilant,
0: be vigilant, be vigilant the, the, we're in the end and it's obvious to me when I do this research it, it is so infiltrated and so much part of the church now um or or large portions of the church, let me rather say, um that it is easy to deceive um because it just looks like that's what Christianity is about. Mm. So um, the Christianity is about the blood of Jesus, about the sacrifice he made, about a walk with him, about a righteous life. Um, It is about being born again in Christ. Amen. Okay, thank you. God bless and shalom. God bless.